Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the John Kincaid Show. It's a good time. Spending Sunday mornings together. Always love it because we have good debate. We have good conversation. Here's John Kincaid. And if you're one of those people that's hiding under the covers and... Really scared of everything in 2020. You're not going to like this show. So I'm just giving you the warning right off the top. John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. When you need certainty in the home buying process, you're going to need a loan that fits your life. Rocket can do it for you. Check out our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. And we appreciate them being a part of the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, so much to get to today. Just so much to get to. And we'll start out today with this. The Marlins outbreak. That's what we're dealing with right now. It's the Marlins outbreak. And this is really what we've what we faced after last Sunday. The Marlins had an outbreak. And it is. It continues to be. Marlins outbreak. Baseball outbreak. I work with a bunch of people who are like, do you think the season's going to be canceled yesterday? I'm like, wait a minute here. Can we just start this conversation today at something? First of all, we had a team in Major League Baseball that they shut down after last Sunday's game. The Miami Marlins. They shut them down. Said they can't play because of outbreak. There's an outbreak. Everybody right now that has seen the movie is probably thinking there's some crazed monkey that is running around spreading a uh, virus all over Major League Baseball. Something crazy is going on. It's an outbreak. Well, what we find out now is the Marlins will be coming back to play on Tuesday. And according to multiple media members, the majority of Marlins players asymptomatic. Not even sick. Quarantined, but not even sick. But John, it's about who they could give the virus to. That's the fear. That's the worry. Uh, you know what you do then? You isolate yourself. That's what you do. You isolate yourself, and that's what they're doing. Now they're going to come back on Tuesday. Now, you know what they also did? Because the Philadelphia Phillies played the Marlins last weekend, they shut down the Phillies. Shut them down. 
because three members of the Phillies organization, two players, one coach, tested positive for coronavirus. Uh-oh! Then we find out yesterday, uh-uh, not true. One player, one person, I should say, tested positive. The other two were false positives. So they shut down a major league team for a week because of one positive test. One positive test. There were 60-man rosters for a reason. 30 men at the major league level, you get to dress a certain amount, and then you've got 30 other guys waiting in reserve at another place, playing inter-squad games, staying in shape, staying ready to go for these exact circumstances. Yet, sky is falling, national baseball media. If these outbreaks continue, we're going to have to cancel the season. Excuse me. What did we have a 60-man roster for? You had a 60-man roster so you could take someone out and put someone in. And now we know for a fact, for a fact, underline it, capital letters, exclamation point at the end, bold your font. We know for a fact that Major League Baseball shut down a franchise for a week because one person in the organization had a positive test. So, I went to the Business Journal. And I went to other business magazines' publications. Imagine if we ran life during this pandemic like some media members want us to run Major League Baseball. Because now we know the Phillies were shut down for one positive test, and they shut them down for a week. What do we know? We do know, uh, reading in the Business Journal, that uh, supermarket chains, supermarket chains across the country, had numerous situations in major cities. They checked out 25 or 30 major cities. I'm trying to get the exact number here for you. 28. So I want to get it exactly correct. 28 major cities, supermarket chains, where they had multiple employees test positive for coronavirus. So what did they do? Did they shut down the supermarket? You know where all of us go to get food to eat? Where all of us go when we're told to shelter in place? Where we go and get our food and get our essential items? Did they shut down the supermarkets? No, they didn't. And these are people handling food. And they didn't. No, they didn't. You know what they did? They kept those people at home. Until they could get two negative tests in a row. I lost one of the valuable members of our team at Buck and Kincaid on 680 The Fan, home of the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I lost one of the valuable members of our team, a guy named Brian Hoyt. 
Hoyt works at our station. Hoyt tested positive for coronavirus. And you know what he did? He tested negative on a Monday. He tested positive on a Wednesday. And he tested negative again on a Wednesday, on a Thursday. He tested negative. Then he's trying to get back to get that second negative test. He tested positive again. What? Then he tested negative. He, it took him 10 tests to get two negative results in a row. He was kept out of our studios and out of work for weeks. Weeks. Because he couldn't get two negative tests in a row. Did we shut down the radio station? No. He stayed home. He isolated. His poor wife had to take care of the kids and do all that stuff. That's what we did. Can you imagine if every supermarket in the country that had a positive coronavirus test, because we now know we shut down the Phillies for a week for one positive test. And we do know that two of the three tests that were positive were false, were wrong. So 67% of the test results that the Phillies got were incorrect. But we shut the franchise down. What if they shut down every restaurant that had a positive test, had to shut down for a week, 10 days? Every supermarket that had a positive test in the heat of the pandemic had to shut down for a week. You know what we would have had? We had jabronis that couldn't stop buying toilet paper because they somehow thought the end of the world was coming and there was going to be no toilet paper. Can you imagine if people started showing up all over Atlanta, where I live? Maybe it's New York. Maybe it's Chicago. Maybe it's Boston. Maybe it's L.A. Can you imagine if four of the ten local supermarkets Shut down for a week because somebody had a positive coronavirus test. What do you think would have happened? Mayhem in the streets. Because we've had mayhem in the streets anyway. Because people panic over everything. Because they think that their cottonelle is going to run out. They're worried about snuggle. If Snuggle doesn't make toilet paper, I think they make the uh, laundry detergent. Uh, Charmin, whatever it is. Can you imagine? Four out of ten supermarkets closed down in any major city. It would have freaked everybody out. There would have been fist fights over Golden Grams. People would have been wrestling in the peanut butter aisle. When are we going to when are we going to just have some sanity here? We did not close supermarkets. We did not close Walmarts. Targets. Places where everybody goes to get their it's Costco's. You know, when everybody had to stay home and shelter in place and wait and wait and wait. Months No jobs, no work. We did not shut down places that handled our food. So we could shelter in place. 
We didn't shut them down for one positive test. You didn't shut them down for two. And again, these were the people handling your food that you took home and ate. At what point are we going to be logical when Major League Baseball and the Players Association came back? They agreed to a 60-player pool to be able to play games. Why in the world would we be shutting down teams even when they get three positive tests and two of them end up being false, incorrect, wrong? And where else are we seeing that? All over the country. The testing is inconclusive in many cases. The testing, ineffective. Testing, 70% accurate. 75% accurate. It's inexcusable. But if we, had, if we have essential businesses that stayed open, and by the way, handled your boxes of food, handled your produce, handled your meat, your chicken, And those places didn't shut down so everybody could shelter in place. We made 60-man rosters in baseball, agreed to by the players and the owners for a reason. Next man up. Marlins will be back on Tuesday after screwing over everybody else in Major League Baseball. And right now, if I was the Phillies, I would have a class action lawsuit against the Marlins. Now, I'm sure there's something legally where they can't because they're all partners in Major League Baseball. But they were absolutely screwed. Screwed by the Marlins and their reckless behavior, not knowing how to act like adults, how to follow protocols. And then they got screwed over by the fact that Major League Baseball told them that three people had coronavirus when only one of them had it. And they just made them take a week off. And now they're going to make them play a bunch of doubleheaders to try to catch up on the schedule. It's garbage. It's garbage. And absolutely, we have to remember, and as I see the screaming hyenas that cover Major League Baseball, that honestly, I want these guys on SportsCenter and everything else, I want them doing their next report under a blanket because they are so petrified They're like looking out from under the blanket to do their report. Just put the blanket right over and just peek out from under it while you do your next report. And by the way, the Phillies being shut down for a week and having two of their having 67 percent of their positive tests false should be the lead story. That should be the lead story. Instead, it's not. Instead, it's not. It's more, should we shut down? We should shut everything down. So the Marlins and the Phillies are going to be back. Thanks, Marlins. Thanks for really trying to screw things up in a big, bad way. And you're asking, even the Marlins who've screwed everything up themselves, they've, they've each played three games right now. The Braves have played nine. The Mets have played nine. Very poorly, by the way. We'll get into that, Anthony. Very poorly. Beer league softball teams are better than the Mets. And then you get the uh, Washington Nationals. They played seven. Oh, but we got to shut them down, too. Got to shut them down, too. At some point, 
Logic has to enter into this conversation. Why did you have a 60 team? Why did you have a 60 player roster? And we have to ask the question. If they didn't shut down your local supermarket for one positive test or two positive tests, so you could still get your food. Why are you shutting down a baseball team that has 60 players to choose from? Why? What is it? Is it optics? What is it? What's the science behind that? And you have to ask the question. If I'm the Phillies, I'm suing somebody. I'll tell you this. I am suing somebody. Because this is ridiculous. I want to hear your thoughts. If you're up early with me, let's get on it. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Sponsored by Geico. Did you know right now, Geico's offering an extra 15% credit? On car, motorcycle, and RV policies? Okay, that's a fantastic deal. On top of what Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? Visit Geico.com to learn more. We got Tony Pierno back in the saddle, running the show. Glad to have him aboard. We'll have updates at the bottom of the hour for you with Pete McCarthy, giving you anything you may have missed in the world of sports. And I got lots to get to. Oh, the Sixers wet the bed again last night. That's shocking. Yeah, it's really shocking. Uh, more things. When uh, Just somebody text me when Brett Brown's fired. Could you please text me when he's fired? We got lots coming up, and I hope you're going to enjoy the show today and be a part of it. The NFL players have a decision to make, and they've got to make it early in the week. Who's in and who's out? Apologies to Tiki and Tierney. Are you in or are you out? But we're not going to steal the bid. We're just going to talk about it next. It's the John Kincaid Show. Welcome aboard CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Don't deprive yourself any longer. Follow John on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at John Kincaid. Yeah, don't deprive yourself. Be a part of the show. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Glad to have Tony Pierno back in the saddle. Anthony, but he went with Tony Pierno on Twitter to make it easier to find him. So uh, how was uh, your weekend off? Because you certainly deserved it, Anthony. You, it was good, thanks. I went uh, up to Pennsylvania, uh, Pocono area, uh, 20 minutes away from Scranton, Hamlin, right. Pennsylvania, spent some time out on the lake, went on a boat. So it was, it was fun. Just felt like a breather, right? Turn yeah, off the nice. alarm. Nice Turn and relaxing. Yes, that's what everybody needs right now. Nice and relaxing. Was everybody social distancing or uh, what? Of course. Oh, I, you know, I can't stand people nowadays. Like, everyone has to throw that in when exactly. they say they did something. <laughs> oh, and, you know, social distance. Like, you yeah. know, if they don't say that, people are going to start attacking them. Oh, I mean, so annoying. It's I, hate, I hate that you asked me that question. I did it on purpose. You know, you know, you know, I did it on purpose just to get at you. 855-212-4CBS. John in Chicago wanted to have a word with us. John, welcome aboard the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning, John. How are you? Good to have you with us. What's going on, buddy? Hey, so, you know, I think you're 100% right, and I just want to touch on this real quick. The bigger story with all this stuff is the fact that we're getting these false positive tests that are coming back, and I think the, the big picture here is that, you know, I'm from Chicago. I got a guy that is in a very powerful position, and 
And now you find out after the fact that he's linked to these companies that, you know, make a lot of money on doing this testing. And I, I mean, I just, I, it, it's, it's detrimental to all these different teams, not just sports teams in general, but just to people, the numbers are already skewed, you know, and well, we know it's, that. Look, it's detrimental, but the thing is, look, is, is I, what I get a problem with though, and I want to make sure we don't go there is the people who are like, well, it's not true. No, it's true. The numbers are not true. There's too many errors to say the numbers are true. But I don't believe the numbers are completely false either. And that's what people are trying to... There, there's a balance. But for Major League Baseball, they should be embarrassed about this situation. And now, and the guys who carry the water for the sport, who are screaming hyenas on TV about, oh, maybe they're going to shut it down. Why aren't they talking about the fact that the Phillies were shut down for a week for no good reason? No good reason. Yeah. It's um, it unbelievable. John, take care yeah. of yourself, buddy. Don in Texas joins us. Don, welcome to the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear from you, Don. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I live in a highly rural area, but I'm just outside of Dallas-Fort Worth, which is one of the hot spots. Okay. And so people in Dallas-Fort Worth, they have to pretty much do the whole thing, distancing and all that. Sure. And out here in this rural area, there's a lot of people that think, you know, it doesn't affect them, so they're not going to wear masks, period, which that's off the deep end the other way because what I do is I carry a mask in my hand. If I start to go in the store and there's a lot of people in there, I put my mask on. If there's just one or two people, I just keep my mask in my pocket and stay away from everybody and just use common sense. People just Don, you're, Don you, and I are, you and I are a lot alike in that the, uh, you know, like when I'm, I have a mask with me at all times, and where it's required, I put it on gladly. I don't like it. I can tell you my one of my worst things is, and people will think, oh, you're being a baby about it. No, wearing it in church, sitting in church every week and wearing it for an hour or so is like is is murder to me. I can't stand it. I, 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 it makes me feel claustrophobic, but I do it. Look, I do it for the good of everybody else. But the idea that um, I can tell you this in Atlanta, where I live, there is masks everywhere where I tend to frequent. Uh, we drove out to an other section of town where we used to live yesterday around 30 miles north. And the mask usage was much less, much less. So I think I'm feeling what you're feeling there a little bit. Thank you, buddy. John in Toronto joins us. John, what's going on this morning, brother? Well, it's what's not going on because uh, my young Blue Jays were uh, expecting to play your Phillies this weekend, and we're affected by uh, it is. the fallout from the Marlins as well. It's, it, so, it makes it makes no sense. I mean, honestly, yeah. it makes, the Marlins should have to forfeit every game. They should have to forfeit yeah. every game they weren't ready to play, and I don't understand why they weren't ready to play when they have 60-man rosters that they can choose from. They've got other players. But, John, my question is, do you have a sense of what's going to happen with these games that have been postponed by the Cardinals, by the Jays, by by the Phillies? Will they, will they just go by the wayside, or will our teams have to make these games up by a whole series of doubleheaders down the road? Okay, I, I don't. I, I think they're going to do a lot of doubleheaders. And, you know, they agreed to the seven-inning doubleheader thing the other day which I think is crazy. So you're telling me you're going to let teams play seven-inning doubleheaders and other teams had to win games playing nine innings? Seven innings and nine innings in baseball is incredible. 
I mean, it's that's an incredible advantage, especially with today's bullpens. And I appreciate your call um, with the with the with today's bullpen situation. It's absolutely amazing the the amount of the having to play a seven inning game changes things forever. Would it help you, Anthony, your Mets? If they had to play seven inning games, they would only lose like nine to one. They, Stop they, it, John. Lay off. Lay off. Then it would get – boy, they're terrible. I got to tell you, they're terrible. Not good so far. But it's early, right? Oh, man, I'm telling you. It is it's, – it's bad. It's only nine games. It, it, it's bad. That was sickening uh, the other night Friday when they night. blew this six-run lead. Well, I think – really enjoyed it. They really did. That stadium was rocking, baby. It was absolutely rocking. This you get the Mets. It's weird as the Mets continue to met. They're Mets. They're the Mets. They just they continue to be the same. Maybe new ownership will help. Meet the beat Mets. the Mets. Meet beat the, the Mets. Mets. Step, Step right up, up. you'll beat the, the Mets. Dun, dun. Boy, they're terrible. Oh, it's terrible. That, that that starting pitching. <laughs> it's like they're throwing beach balls. Can't get a clutch hit. Bullpen, oh which was a problem at the beginning of last year, is not looking good this year early on. Are you tired? Defense uh, not looking too great. They tired of uh, Dansby Swanson yet? <laughs> They're enjoying that. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm really enjoying it. I just do enjoy it because I do enjoy seeing the Mets uh, thing. So Buck and I on our show in Atlanta will get to sing Beat the Mets twice tomorrow. But if today is the trifecta, there's a fourth game on Monday, right? They play four on Monday. Yes, the great oh, Jacob DeGrom will be on the hill. So. See, we can't. Maybe he'll save you from. We can't. He'll, sing. he'll, he'll solve this issue. We're not allowed to sing Sweep the Mets then if they win today, but we would be able to sing on every hour of the show tomorrow. We'd be able to sing it, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the NFL has, uh, is getting ready for their opt outs, and they've got until Tuesday or Wednesday of this week to decide upon the opt-outs. And C.J. Mosley of the Jets, and that's one that Anthony is very near and dear to your heart, C.J. Mosley making that decision. Uh, anything? How, how'd you feel about that, Anthony? Because I know you're a guy who respects people making decisions what they feel are best for them. It's yeah, hard, though, being a fan decision. of a team. Yes. you know, it's a big blow to the football team on the field. Right. But you're a guy who always, you're not going to be one of those stupid fans who's like, oh, what a big wimp. No, absolutely. What a big not. wimp. No. Look, you got to make a decision that, that's good for your family. Money, though, seems to be a big determinant. Seems to be a big determinant. If guys have the money and they've made enough money, and maybe if they have rings, I don't think it's strange that the Patriots have, you know, a, a situation too. You got a couple players that, you know, if you've won championships and you've made your money, do you decide it's not worth it? Here's what I would say, though for every one of these players, it's up to you, and don't let, don't let anyone else's opinion on what you do affect it. Like, don't feel like you have to defend yourself. Don't feel like you have to. You're making the decision that you think is best for your family. You're, you're doing that. Uh, if you have anybody in your family with a pre-existing condition, I absolutely understand it. If they're in your household, I absolutely understand it. The single guy, I will tell you, the single guy I, I, I wonder, I wonder about, I wonder why, why that would be as big a deal. But again, that's, not, that's just me. That's me asking the question. Uh, but 
the spouse, someone who has a spouse, somebody who has a, a mom that might have a pre-existing condition, a dad that might have a pre-existing condition that you live with or whatever. I know this. The biggest agony of 2020 right now is I haven't seen my mom yet. And that's the, that's the biggest thing for me. Now, she's on jailbreak. She's on jailbreak. And we talked about it at the end of the show last week. Uh, my mom has said she's 91, and she has said she is not sheltering in place. She wants out. She feels being stuck in her apartment is driving her crazy. She does not live in a senior living facility. Uh, so she lives in an apartment where she comes and goes whenever she wants. She feels segmented away from society. She feels like every day is the same. She's not happy. And she's gotten herself out, out and about, you know, to do things. She's been out and about, and uh, she's decided to jailbreak. And, if, and whatever happens, happens. And I'm trying to decide whether I jailbreak to her because I want to see her. And I want to see her. She wants to see me, too. She wants to see me, too. But I know there are regulations, and I just don't. At what point do you say, I want to see my mom? And my mom wants to see me. It's going to be a decision that we got to make. And it might require breaking some regulations. Who knows? Your Sports Sunday always starts here. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Just dance. Hang out with us. The John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Anthony uh, had off last week, which is good. We love to hear that. Love to hear people getting away, doing things. Hopefully you've had some time to get away. Gentleman says to me uh, here, he said the... The governor has no ability to arrest you if you went and saw your mother. He said, and I am an attorney in Pennsylvania. So now I've gotten the official word. He is, Anthony, an attorney in Pennsylvania has told me he has no ability to arrest you if you go and see her. But you could get fined. They would have the ability to fine you. And I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything right now, though. Unless it was a crazy, and I can't imagine the fines would be that bad. Uh, I can't imagine that there's any fine that I wouldn't pay to see my mom. I can't, I, I can't imagine that there'd be something that I wouldn't be willing to pay. Unbelievable. A, uh, it, it's a strange, strange 2020 that we're living in. There it is. Here they are. Cutting down on it. Now, I wonder, would Betty get fined too? If I, you know, if I go see my mom, would Betty get fined too? If she knew that she had a fugitive from justice coming to see her. This is 2020 in America. This is, this is really what we're at. Gentleman says here, though, there's no legal. There's, he goes, you, you, you won't end up in the, in the pen, is how he puts it. I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want in gen pop. Because I know there's going to be some caller or somebody like that I'll meet in gen pop. That could be a bit, a bit of a problem. So as long as I can get put into solitary, I think I'd be okay. Actually, this year I'd be a little, I'd be actually more okay with it than anything. So last week we were talking about Lou Williams, right? Talk about Lou Williams. And what Lou Williams did to break his quarantine. And Lou Williams was getting just harassed. 
about his activities. He said all he did was go to Magic City for some wings. That's all he did. He went for wings. The wings are so good. My Look, the wings are even named after me. He has wings named after him on the menu. Well, then we got some problems. We now know that there is a young lady at Magic City who says, no, no, it wasn't just for that. She was a dancer. One of the dancers. And she says, yeah, I was dancing for Lou Williams there. It's, and I was just one of a few dancers who performed for him. And he tipped very well. <laughs> That's great. So, Lou Williams can't even get the story straight about what he's doing here. This is the same story that reverts back to that Marlins story. At some point, we got to have adults be adults. We have to have adults be adults. And they've got to step up and take responsibility for themselves. And I guess Lou Williams thought a trip to Magic City outside the bubble was okay. And I guess he thought that nobody was going to actually do any kind of research to find out what he actually did when he went there. When you're out in public, folks, there's going to be a public record. And this is what I asked about earlier this week, not on here on the network, but locally I was asking about this. If I'm Rob Manford, Major League Baseball, I would say to the hotel, could I see the security footage, please? Of who came and went from your hotel? And I had people say, well, the hotel won't give away that information. It's violating people's rights. I'm like, no, it's not. What do you mean it's violating their rights? And here's what I'd say to the hotel. These hotels in major cities tend to have of the visiting teams, one hotel usually tends to get about 60 to 65% of the visiting team's business. That's quite a traveling party. We're talking big rooms. We're talking big money. We're talking room service. We're talking prestige that you become the hotel that visiting sports teams come to. So that's pretty cool for your hotel. I'd say to the hotel, produce the videotape to me. I want to see which members of the Marlins left. And baseball's not being transparent about this. They know the Marlins broke protocol. I want to know who left. Who is it? And why is baseball not punishing those players? And why is baseball not penalizing the organization? Because now other organizations, like, like Toronto this weekend. Toronto's affected. The Phillies were affected. And why is the headline... Not that two out of the three tests that kept the Phillies off the field for a week were false. False positives. Why is that not the story? It really doesn't make sense to me. Can't figure it out. So, uh, you want to join us, you can, 855-212-4CBS. So there's a group of Pac-12 players that are threatening to sit out the season. According to a report from ESPN.com, multiple Pac-12 schools have threatened to sit out preseason camp and 2020 games. 
until negotiations with the conference regarding racial injustice, COVID-19 safety, and other issues are completed. And the conference's position on this news is to say, well, this is news to us. I quote, neither the conference nor our university's athletic departments have been contacted by this group regarding these topics. So, we already know the Pac-12 adopted a 10-game conference-only schedule, which is going to begin the last Saturday in September, much like the way the SEC went. So they're going to do the same thing. Play it in conference. They can control everything there. Begin a few weeks later. I'm trying to figure out the idea behind starting a few weeks later. What does starting a few weeks later do? Like what's like what benefit is there in that in starting a few weeks later? Well, positive tests may be down. Positive tests may be up. Who knows? Especially with the testing. Who knows? But here's my suggestion to the players group that is threatening to sit out in the Pac-12. Uh, the Pac-12 is already almost universally irrelevant in college football. Sorry. It is. At the moment, it is. That doesn't mean we can't have an upturn in the Pac-12 where things improve, quality of play improve, quality of coaching improves. Well, when Chip Kelly leaves, quality of coaching will improve. But the now we want to we want to have we're going to go for racial injustice. Where's the racial injustice in the Pac-12? I'm and and it's the Pac-12 athletic directors and conferences. We don't even know what this is about. COVID nineteen safety and other issues. Here's what I would suggest: If you don't want to play, you don't have to play. And I think everybody should have that right. So if you don't want to play. You don't have to play. So the, for the Pac-12 players that are threatening not to show up and play, you have that right. It's absolutely your right. You don't have to really. Your seasons tend to get done pretty early anyway, like first week of December, because there's really no meaningful games played in the Pac-12 after that. So you'll be able to get in and out quickly. But the idea that now there's negotiations on What? What is, the, what is the racial injustice in college football in the Pac-12? If you're going to put these things out, you have to articulate what the issue is. What is the issue? We're going to get into this with the NBA after the top of the hour. But at that point, what is the issue? Don't come out with these half-hearted, here, we're going to send out a veiled message. We're going to... And by the way, if the Pac-12 has players, let's say there's 50 players among Pac-12 players that decide not to play. Is college, if a tree falls in the forest and you're not there to hear it, did it make a noise? What's going Pac-12 football? Do you think the country's going to come to some sort of a, a, a halt? If a bunch of players in the Pac-12 decide not to play? This is going to, it's going to, what, what kind of grand statement is this? Here's what it will do. It will hurt the players who don't play. Unless they are such exceptional talents, it's going to hurt the players who don't play. Those are the ones who will face the penalty. They're going to end up getting lost. 
Tony in Chicago joins us. Tony, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. Good morning, buddy. Hey, John. Always good to hear you in the morning. Thank you, um, Tony. Good to hear you too, buddy. So here's the thing. You're, you're asking rhetorical questions. We know why Major League's not reporting this. It's the same reason on a national level why we don't report false, net false positives being reported by the CDC and on and on. And as far as college football is concerned, and I talked to you a few weeks ago about this, I said, you know what? Don't play. These players, you don't want to play, don't play. And, and let's really make it about college collegiate athletes instead of this farce about a few athletes who want to go pro. I'm tired of it. They want to walk off the field, don't have the season. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Just fine. It's, it's because, because they have every right. They got every right to. They have every right to not play. But if you're not gonna just just stop the posturing. Just it's right. just is it, you know stop the posturing. Don't play. Right. Right. Negotiating to play, you're getting a free education. You're getting free. Look here right now. Negotiate to play. Give me a break. Give me a break. But John, John, free education. Now come on. You know that. You know that. That's not enough because they're making so much money for the universities. Stop that. The Pac-12? I'm just saying this is the the No, I'm saying, look. No, what I'm saying to you is this. Yes, I absolutely am for the players. They already get stipends. And I am already for the players getting more pay, like getting something more in return. But I just want it to be a system that we're going to have an honest conversation. Does the third-string linebacker get something? And remember, if you're giving the third-string linebacker money, remember, you got to give all the women's sports money then. Then you're giving money to sports that are not revenue generating. It becomes like the WNBA. Appreciate your call. It becomes like the WNBA. One giant charity project. One giant charity. You're going to lose $10, $15 million a year as an entity. A gentleman tried to say to me last week, no, 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 the NBA, WNBA is still making money. While they're losing their best year, they lost, I think, $11.5 million. No, you're not making money then. All right, coming up. I think it might be the dumbest question I've ever heard asked at a press conference. And I like the person who asked it. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.